BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast and happy Wednesday. It's hump day, which is so appropriate because there are, you know, few people in this world I'd like to hump more than I'd like to hump. <laughs> Today's co-host, as you that. guys probably know if you follow us on Instagram, Jackie's very sick. She made it work yesterday. She cannot make it work today. She has 101 fever. So oh. I have swapped one redhead for another redhead because we are a network that Believes in redheads. I love that about you guys. And I'm so happy you're here, Shannon. Like, I'm devastated. My sister is sick, obviously. But, like... I'm upset, too. I'm obsessed. <laughs> Hi. Hi. And the timing is perfect, because we were talking about you yesterday on the podcast. Love. For those who don't know Shannon, like, are you okay? Um, <laughs> Shannon is the best. Shannon is reality star, influencer, queen, podcaster. And as of yesterday, her podcast, probably a podcast, joined our Toast News Network, which we're... <laughs> So excited about. No, freaking out. Freaking out. Thus freaking making out. us the lead, the industry's leading podcast network for redheads. Yeah, which I feel like people should talk about more. I think they should talk about, I think you know what else people should talk about more is the fact that you are a natural redhead. Oh yeah, I am. I Well, you know what? I'm so ferociously passionate about my spray tans that I think that throws people off the scent. Right. And and so they're always like, you're not, like that's not your natural color. They're right. I'm like, I've never dyed my hair ever. That's so true. Because yeah. you know, I would have, assumed like maybe even before I met you like is she a real redhead I would have mm. said no yeah um what is your natural skin tone like what's the color of your butt cheek like um I bet my armpit looks like I bet that tan always comes out my armpit. oh my god yeah. you're super like um porcelain yeah no it's like pale 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 oh that's so interesting my but you're mom's never a redhead. like but you're never oh wow but my dad is like a quarter native American and like mm -hmm. looks like a mahogany dresser right and He's so, so tan you're not um you didn't get any of that gorgeous. I just don't, I didn't get the tan. I tan a little bit easier than most redheads, although I try to stay out of the sun because oh. like skin cancer. But yeah. I don't freckle as much as most redheads. You have a shit ton of freckles. Like, I, don't, I hate to break it to you. <laughs> I do, but like, you know, some redheads are, they're bigger. They're bigger. You have tiny little cute little frail tiny ones. Little cute little freckles. Yeah, I don't um, know. I'm, I'm so, making all this up. I'm so honored that you could join me. I know you're so busy because it's fashion week and you're literally like the most fashionable girl I know. I'm, I mean, look at my outfit today. I usually show up in dirty underwear and iconic. leggings, um, but I really pulled out all the stops for you because the last time you were here, I wore leggings and a hoodie and you wore like your prom dress and it wasn't right. I did do that and I should have told you. Um, you should have. I should have told you. I, I was just telling Claudia, I was like, I don't I think I'm like participating in fashion week as much as I'm just like in New York during fashion week, right. which is also like fun love and fun. But yeah, um, I How's just like been? wearing pretty clothes. I just really do. And you wear them so well. Like if I wore the clothes like you wore them, like I would wear stunning things too, you know? Oh, well, if I could be so bold, I might unbutton this in, in a second. Take just, your time. This is a totally free space, safe space. Safe space. We're in the trust tree. They're just, they're so tight. Yeah. So eventually I think I might just. So the last oh. time you were here, things were different because now you have a man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And I just want to know, like, what it, what's it like? Like, he's an international man, so, like, you really yeah. can't spend, like, every day with him. It's, which has its benefits, but also, obviously, yeah, it's... Yeah, it's... You know what? I think I do long distance well. I've never done it before, but, like, I'm... It's not that that bothers me as much because he's so busy, I'm so busy. Um, he lives in London. But it's it's the fucking time difference yeah. that bugs me. Like, so much happens. So, like, let's... He goes to sleep at, like, 10, 30, 11, right? And, like... That is around three o'clock here. Oh, so you're done for the day at three o'clock. Well, it's just like so much happens from the hours of like four Duh. to 10 for me. Like all the best. Like I'm, I'm having a glass of wine. I'm unwinding. Yeah, yeah. I'm relaxing. Like I'm in a better mood. Like my work's done. Like yeah. so much happens and he's just like asleep. Oh, you know what? That fucking sucks. Yeah. And so that is like my only qualm the yeah time no, difference. that's a pretty big one i'm not gonna lie i mean it makes me sad the time difference makes me sad sometimes i just want to like text him and he's like you know in rim sleep no already right he's yeah. hit the rem cycle yeah um but he's coming here right to visit you for the first time yes so i've gone to uh london twice uh i went on a family vacation with his family so it's like legit like, are you, do you, do you have a label? Like, he's your boyfriend? Yeah, yeah, he's my boyfriend. Okay, okay. Yeah, he asked me to be his, boy, his boyfriend. <laughs> he asked you to be his boyfriend? That's he asked so sweet. me to be his girlfriend uh, the second time I went to London. Yeah, Aww. after I met his parents and stuff. But uh, yeah, so I've gone to Europe three times this year. And then he's coming here um, in like a week and a half. He's gonna, we're going to do New York. And then I split time in Nashville. So mm -hmm. we'll do a little bit in Nashville. And then we're, I'm taking him to the deep south, baby. You're, he's going to meet your parents? He's going to meet my parents in South Carolina. Yeah. So we're going to do like a little bit in Charleston, a little bit um, in Lake Murray where I'm from in South Carolina. So how many boyfriends have you brought home to your parents? I'm a relationship girly pop. Yeah. I just am. Um, I was in these streets for a while, but like I would never introduce my parents to someone who wasn't like Serious. my boyfriend. Yeah. Like we've had the discussion, you're my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. So I guess every bo like true boyfriend, which I've had maybe like five in my life, have met my parents. That's nice. Yeah. That's appropriate. Yeah. But I would never just like introduce them to someone that I was like, fucking. No, of course not. <laughs> Especially know? like taking the trip to South Carolina. It's no. a long journey. Sick. Um, so what do you have planned for him in New York? So here's the thing. And like, I'm going to need maybe like New York toasters slash Claudia because I keep annoying her to help me out with this because like, I don't. I, I think he thinks I'm more of a New Yorker than I am. Right. Like I'm, I, I moved here in January and I split time. Not well. Like I'm always like doing a million things. You're never here. I feel like I'm never fucking here. So like, he's like, well, I can't wait to see what we do. And I'm like, Ooh, I, I can't wait to figure <laughs> it the fuck out. Like, I don't know. I'm uh, during the day is what I'm struggling with. Like dinners at night are easy. Right. To right. Plan. During the day. I don't want to be like, so, yeah, like, are you going to go to Empire State Building? Like, no. So, like, when I went to London, he was like, so, do you, like, want to see Big Ben? And I was like, no. Yeah, right. right <laughs> no. It's a clock. So, like, I, we drove by it. Like, he was, like, pointed to Buckingham Palace. And I was like, cool. Well, I don't need oh, to that's take a, cool. I don't need to take a tour. No, no. Like, you're not going to see the Queen. No, no, no. So, I was just like, well. Well, no, not, not anymore. Yeah. But, like, when you went. All right. Rip. Yeah. Um, rip. So, uh, yeah, I, um. I'm not going to, like, take him to that stuff. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not going to take him on a ferry to go see the Statue of Liberty. Um, but I do think I want to take him on, like, maybe do a picnic in Central Park. Just sounds cute. 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 Shopping, sounds, obviously. Yeah, like, shopping would be fun. Little lunches. But, like, maybe if there's, like, a concert, that's, like, a fun thing. Oh, taking him to uh, a hockey game. Because Perfect. He, they don't do uh, ice hockey in, right. like, Europe. So he'll, I, got, I, like, fucking spent a mortgage on glass seats to oh, try to impress Oh, good for you. Him. I always, you know, I'm always doing the most trying to impress people. It's really a 
burden. No, uh, <laughs> hello, have we so, met? Like, same, same. So, uh, no, me getting uh, front row seats to your show. <laughs> Literally, Shannon's like, I'm going to come to the show. I'm like, great, just let me know how many tickets you need. Then she sends me a screenshot. She bought first her tickets. Loved it. Felt so important. And the other people you invited were like, why did she put you in the front row? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, when people, at, like, who I'm um, like, my friends and family, they're like, can we get tickets? I'm like, yeah, the thing is, I never know where their seats are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, it's like a venue thing. It's like venue comps. Obviously. So, when everyone saw Shannon in the front row, and like, literally, like, my <laughs> and family. <laughs> yeah, my family's like in the 11th row. They're like, this is fucking bullshit. What the fuck? Um, um, she paid for them. I did. Um, but okay, so yeah, so we're doing that, and that'll be fun. But I don't know if there's something that you can think of randomly or anyone listening can think of that they're like. Yeah, send ideas. It's really hard to plan things that, like aren't touristy and like cliche. Well, even in Nashville, and I've lived in Nashville for eight years, I'm like, oh, what do we fucking do again? Like, I don't, because once you live somewhere, you get in your routine, you get in your habits. You're not like every day in Nashville. Honky Tonkin? I had definitely taken his ass honky tonk. Oh my God. Like the way I've never been happier than I am when I go honky tonking. It is euphoric. It's euphoric. Some of like the happiest moments of my life are like at Legends and like dueling pianos. Everyone like, is just boot scooting boogie. Everyone, no one feels silly. No. Everyone's just like On loving the same life. page. Yeah. And here's the thing. Here's like my biggest issue with James. Like, uh, like our relationship is really really wonderful right now but something that i could see just like absolutely tearing it apart is his um taste in music i knew you were gonna say that he doesn't fuck with country he doesn't fuck with country but what's worse which i can deal with that right like it's fine like not it's everyone's not, but a okay. country not everyone's a country person bumpkin. however not everyone's a country bumpkin um i call myself a country mouse but you are like i d can't get behind someone that's obsessed with house music uh, i totally I don't know agree if it's like a europe thing but it's like, a europe thing Mm, it's so it's the worst music you could ever listen to in your whole life it's like if it's like <laughs> and yeah. like the fact that he doesn't think it's the same thing over and over again mm -hmm. and the fact that there's no lyrics so uh, I no can't lyrics sing along, Shannon, you're speaking my language i just don't get it and he keeps like really truly being like oh baby like, you'll see you listen to this one and then you'll it'll make you fall in love with house music i'm like i'm like okay and then i listen and i'm like I'm honest with him i'm like it's not good shannon you are literally reading my mind it's not good i there's a special place in hell for people who like love music with no lyrics. It's just not a vibe. And you're right. I guess that compared to like disliking country music, like you can teach someone to like country music. Yeah. But it's definitely a European thing. It's bad. When I went to Ibiza, I uh, what, Ibiza is that like Ibiza. Saying? Ibiza. Um, when I went there, I was like bored at the clubs because like I, I was just like losing interest because I just like don't want to like just. You need to latch onto a lyric. Yeah, I just can't. I. Mm -mm. Not a vibe. That's really tough. Yeah. That might be the end. No, I'm telling you. No, no it, could, it could be. <laughs> if you're listening to this, I'm so supportive. You probably will listen to this. Oh, Sorry, your music sweet. sucks, babe. When you like do a podcast or something, like, do you send it to him? Like, I was talking about you on this podcast, Minute 35. Um, well, the podcast I, ju I just launched yesterday with the morning test. Um, <laughs> I That one was like about my trip to Portugal and like my trips with him. So he definitely listened to that one. But like okay so when we first met there was a lot like i said i was in these streets so when we first met I'll, i remember he was like oh, i want to listen to your podcast and i was like D -d 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 -d. no because it was like a story about like this guy that i met this like dutch guy i met in a bar in new york right. City. oh right. you were there that night oh of course you were <laughs> stories from the next morning yes. we're so oh we went to acme right it was at acme like yeah. who meets a guy at acme i don't know that was that was a feat in itself yeah because it's a like black hole it's yeah, like a dungeon it's a dark dark place <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's literally dark like, oh, it's literally see. dark like good luck finding the door um but yeah no this guy like uh you know stayed the night over at my apartment and like wouldn't leave and it was like really hilarious and it was like a funny story to just talk about like this one night stand and 
uh, James was like, I've listened to your podcast and I was, I was actually on a flight. And so I didn't get it, the text message until I landed and I got it. That was like, I'm listening to, it was called the bedless Dutchman. Cause Hello he wouldn't up. leave. Cause he, I, I had a theory that he might've been <laughs> homeless, homeless because he was like, living at your apartment all morning not wanting to leave and like most guys like don't even spend the night i like, know and i was like you don't have to stay and he's like no your bed is so comfortable your bed's so comfortable and then like he literally wouldn't leave the next day it was like really uncomfortable um, that's har- that's literally horrible but however i i yeah he whenever i saw which one he listened to i was like oh no because like at that time the podcasts that were out were just like a lot of like you know single life sexcapades mm-hmm. and like you know very like sex in the city vibes and now they're just different because i don't know you like my You're life different. is ever evolving you yeah. know and so yeah i was like oh you listened to that one and he did he was like yeah might not should have been the one i listened to and i was like can i say you just made me realize because i forgot about that night with the bedless dutchman um how grateful i am to james because obviously I'm happy for you, whatever. Now I stay. Uh, n- yes, okay. So like <laughs> when we were, when you were like on your single girl shit, like I would never get in the way of that, but like I'm a married bitch and like we just, we can only go so far together. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like when we got to Acme after we had been, oh, we were at Margaret's birthday party. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it was so much fun. And there was like no one really for you to like, you know, meet or flirt with at Margaret's birthday party. So like I had your full attention. <laughs> um, and then we get to Acme where there's just like these young hot guys and I'm like, obviously Shannon's a young hot girl. She She's has gone. to go and prosper, but what about me? You know, what about my feelings? And that is something I should have taken into account. Yeah. And like, I didn't see you for the rest of the night, like, cause you were like doing things that you should be doing, but like, it still hurt. <laughs> no. It's and hurtful. now like you have to behave just like I do and we can behave together. I mean, it's so much fun the last What's time we went out. The most fun is that we don't behave together and right. that we just go wild and crazy wall. and we love it. But like, what's great is I do just want to just like scream, sing lyrics to every song until um, Acme physically removes us from the building. Right, so like when James comes, like I don't think he's gonna like Acme because they play songs that we know all the words to and he's gonna be like, where are the beats, bruv? Where are the beats? I'm forcing him. Yeah. Oh, he told me what a bruv is. He's like not a bruv. A bruv is like What some, is a bruv, like culturally? Um, Like someone who's just like uh i'm trying to explain like what we would call it we what like it's someone that's like yeah like in america they'd be like sup bro like yeah dude like, like it was douchey. so cool smashing this girl yeah like douchey. a fuck boy got it okay yeah bro. and like a bruv a bruv is someone that's like um yeah so sick bro like, does he bro. call it the telly like the telephone telephone television oh uh I think I have heard him say that before. Because while we are two English-speaking countries, there are vast cultural differences. When I have him on my podcast, I am going to make a list. He, he said he did not realize how many things there were. So, like, I'm not like a, like, sorry if you guys are upset with me for this, but I'm not a Love Island girly pop. So okay. I feel like that really, um, that really opened and broadened America's horizon to how many different words they have, like, snogging and, yeah. like, all that stuff. Crikey. Yeah, like, all that shit, right? Like, blimey. Like, his friend actually says blimey. Blimey. Like, blimey. I'm like, what? I mean, it literally sounds like a fucking, like, made up. Yeah, But, no. um, yeah, I'll say, he'll say stuff, like, in passing, and I'll be like, what does that mean? And he's like, oh, um, and sometimes he doesn't know how to explain it, because everyone just knows what it means. And sometimes he'll use what he had, uh, oh, bo- this, this word, bosh. For us, it means, like, boom, like, mic drop. And he's like, bosh. And so I, I, <laughs> I asked him to explain what it meant. And he used another English word to explain what it meant that I didn't know. I oh, was well, like, that's helpful, James. I was like, James, you have got to, like, break this down better. Honestly, I just feel like if I were to, like, immerse myself in British culture, I'd be immersing myself in Moira Rose culture, you know? Oh, yeah. But there's a stark difference because the accent I use for him, him and his family laugh really hard because they're like, that's not what we sound like. Because the accent I use, I'm like, oh, darling. Like, how are you coming up here? That's he, like the queen. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, no one talks like that. 
that that isn't like the most posh like posh 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 like overly he's like obnoxiously posh but mm-hmm. then like oh binky oh darling <laughs> like he's like we don't talk like that and i'm like okay that's fair well you want to hear the craziest thing yeah i've never been to london Oh, you haven't? No, it's and a so, lot like New York, I think. I know. So it's like a place I really want to go. And me and Margo were actually, um, and now I'm like going to invite you because it's going to be way more fun. Um, me and Margo were talking about how, you know, Luke Holmes is doing a world tour <gasps> and he is doing a show in London next year. He is? And I think that we should go like have a girls week in London. We could podcast from London. They have podcast studios in London, right? Oh, yeah. James think, can help us. I think they're like ni- nicer than theirs. No, for sure. Um, and like, I think we should go. We should. I'm so, so, so down. Okay, good. Ooh. And then we'll make James go and like we'll make him a country music girly. Uh, mm, we're gonna make him one. We're gonna make him one. We're gonna make him one. Um, so Shannon is here to talk about her boyfriend, but she's also here to do the show with me. It's yes. Wednesday, which means, of course, we have the fast five stories. You know, some mindless news about what's going on in social media and the celebrity world. Love. And now I'm just like doing the show, like imagining like James watching. Like, what is what is James gonna think of what me? What are you, you thinking, babe? I just unbutton my pants. <laughs> He's like, blimey. <laughs> Blimey, Shannon, put your knickers put on. Your, yeah, yeah, they call them trousers. Oh, put your what trousers. are they undies? Knickers, right? Oh, knickers. Uh, I've never heard them say knickers. Yeah, I think that's like an old school thing. Yeah, yeah, that's like, don't Becky. get your knickers in a twist. Don't get that's your knickers in a twist. Every time I do like an English accent, like it turns Russian. Like, <laughs> like, um, and then we also have your toasters, and I feel like Shannon probably gives really good advice. Oh, I, I actually do. So let's dive in to the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. <laughs> And today's episode is brought to you by Visa. Do you ever dream of starting something game-changing? Then Visa can help make it happen. Whether it's creating and selling your own customized sneakers for cats, transforming your dorm room into a plushy pop shop, or finally going mainstream with your streaming side hustle. Or, I don't know, maybe it's starting like the world's most famous podcast network, for redheads. Maybe that's the great idea. Maybe that's it. So whatever you're bold enough to try, Visa has the power to help bring your game-changing ideas to life. Visa. Anyone can change the game. Today's episode is also brought to you by Bolin Branch. Bolin Branch uses the best 100% organic cotton threads on earth for a superior softness and a better night's sleep. Their sheets aren't just buttery, breathable, and impossibly soft, but they get softer with every wash. So as you guys know, this is a Bolin Branch house. Jackie is a Bolin Branch house. Uh, We both have the signature hemmed collection that comes in all different sizes for beds, different colors. I have them in white for a king size bed. You will immediately feel the difference of their iconic signature sheets. They're 100% free from toxins, which means no pesticides, no formaldehyde or other harsh chemicals. And their sheets feed the deepest deepest mattress and they're labeled with a top and bottom tag which makes it really easy to change your sheets um i am like constantly waking up before my bowling brand sheets with like my sheets off like it's the most annoying thing i'm just like a really kind of chaotic sleeper um and bowling branch is there for me because they they know i'm a thick girly um, and they give you a 30-night risk-free trial with free shipping and returns on all orders. You can get 15% off your first set of sheets when you use promo code TOAST at BolandBranch.com. That's B-O-L-L-A-N-D Branch.com. Promo code TOAST. Okay. I changed my sheets last night. Ugh, it's horrific. Were you sweating? It's just yeah, like a hog. Yeah, it's really rough. Like just, oh, and you know what I decided to do, which um, I posted this on my Instagram story. Like I can not really disclose how often I change my duvet because I'm not willing for the backlash. Right, right. But um, I, I decided that enough was enough. Like it was time. It was time to wash my duvet cover. And that is something that I'm willing to admit that I just really think I should hire someone to do next time. Right. So I used to um, like wash my own sheets and it was really a toss up. It could be once a month or once a year. Like it was beyond. Sheets? Yeah. All of it. 
Like the whole thing, not even just a duvet, the whole thing. I wash my sheets pretty often. No. But I, oh, but I spray tan really often. So that's, um, and I'm a sweaty sleeper. When I was like in charge of my own life, um, <laughs> that's what I used to do. And then about three years ago, I was like, you know what? Housekeeper. Enough's enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I go once a week. I can't, I can't justify having a housekeeper in my tiny little apartment in New York. New York. But my house in Nashville, I feel lucky enough that I can like afford. That's actually like a really fair statement. Yeah. But Your mine's just so lovely. Small. I've never been. Come. I heard your bed is really comfortable from the bedless Dutchman. <laughs> the bed is very comfortable. <laughs> oh, I just realized too I'm wearing cowboy boots. Uh, you're also wearing Louboutins. Like, always one-upping me on my show. Like, my shoes are from Revolve. I want to kill you. Fun fact, Dolly Parton has these exact ones. Hmm. Tumble out of bed and I stumble to the kitchen. We really should go to, like, a Dolly show. I would, like... Please. No, yesterday, like we were texting a lot. I was like, let me plan something fun for me and Shannon. <gasps> so, all, or all plans. I fun. was like looking online for country concerts in New York, but like there really aren't any. None? Even I think, this week? No, not this week. That's what I was looking for. Uh. I know. Except this week, I'm kind of busy because I'm going to Portland and Seattle this weekend. Tickets available at girlwithnojob.com slash tour. My one and only leg in the Pacific Northwest. I can't wait to see you there. Mm. All right, first story of the day is that Leonardo DiCaprio and Gigi Hadid are Fuck dating. It. They're moving to the next level, but still taking it slow, according to page six. So Gigi and Leo have moved their romance into a more intimate phase, but sources close to the pair say they're, quote, taking it slow. Sources have been telling us for months that the model, 27, and the superstar actor, 47, have been getting close while hanging in the same group of friends, but now we hear that they've started going out on dates just as a twosome. They've, quote, mostly been hanging out in groups Groups and a solo of handful of a solo and solo a handful of times. Uh. The source says that DiCaprio is not someone who is in, in and out of relationships. He doesn't jump around hooking up, but they are taking it slow. So these were like rumored. Everyone heard it on Dumois. And now it's like pretty much confirmed. Like I think last night they both went to the same Fashion Week event. Not together, but they were both photographed leaving yeah. and coming in. I just like, I was just telling you, I'm still finding myself laughing. I get over stuff really quick. Like, I'm like, ugh, enough. Like, I remember the Will Smith slap. I think we talked about Yeah, we, we did about talk about on. it. And I was just like, I'm not laughing at it anymore. It's I, the jokes are done. Right. It's over. I'm over it. Blah, blah, blah. I, every single time I see a new joke surface, a new meme surface about him only dating 25, or, like people under 25, like they still make me giggle. So this is good that she's 27. Uh, by the way, I completely agree. Like when the internet becomes obsessed with one thing, it gets like annoying and it's not funny anymore and it's like fatigued. Yeah. Um, this I find so crazy. I don't know why I thought Gigi Hadid was so much older than 27. Perhaps it's because she has a, a kid. Oh yeah. And she's accomplished a lot. And we've yeah. known her for like, she got famous on Housewives when she was like 18. True. So you would think she was older. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I actually, I actually always think that the Kardashian, the Jenners are younger are or younger. older. Yeah. No, they're in their forties. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, Kylie, <laughs> Kylie and, Ken and Kendall. Yeah. yeah. Kendall is what? Like 26. But to be fair, I think the Kardashian, I always think the Kardashians are going to, I always forget Kim's almost 40 or is 40. Is 40. Courtney is in her 30, in her forties. And I think Chloe's about to turn yeah. 40. So I don't know. I always, they don't, you're right. The Hadid seem like, Older. older and like there's a weird thing with celebrities like when you find out that two celebrities are the same age like I think I read somewhere once that like Adele and Taylor Swift are the same age no which just is really shocking and I think that Cardi B is also the same age as them as well I saw that Taylor Swift and Cardi B are the same age and I was like laughing let me just google that is just a funny one because your brain immediately compares the two people not their ages and you're like how could that be like, yeah Adele is 34 Adele is 34 and Taylor Swift is 32 and Cardi B is 29. Oh, Cardi B's young. Well, Cardi B's younger than Taylor Swift and Adele. That maybe is what's funny. Yeah, no, it's just like, I guess with celebrities, maybe you remember them like as like the person they were when they were like peak fame. I don't know what it maybe. is. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just weird. It is weird. I'm happy that obviously um, 
Leo's dating someone who's over 25, but she's 27. So it's like really not that big of a difference. But you were saying she's a mom. So that's like a shift. That's a, an, like an upgrade for him. Yeah. I kind of feel like, I know Leonardo DiCaprio is obviously like the biggest superstar movie, handsome, whatever. Yeah. But I kind of feel like he's like kind of getting like run down. Like, I think he looks real hard and hung up wet. Yeah. Like, I, I just, I'm not like, of course he's, still good looking and of course he was a heart motherfucking throb right. but like i'm just like not i think that the allure is there because he's fucking leonardo DiCaprio, no, obviously but like i know and it used to be that like he was dating these like not famous girls who were so beautiful but it like made sense because he was like kind of dating beneath his a-list star but they were so much younger so it was it leveled out like right well they're more attractive because they're younger and now it's like i don't really feel like that's going to be able to apply much longer because he's like like, that's gonna be so mean, but like, he's getting ugly. Like, <laughs> he's not get, But you know who's also like just straight up aging, which we should not talk like so No, but you know, like, about, this is how people talk about women aging. It is. So you know what? Yeah, Leo's getting ugly. Leo is getting uglier. And yeah. here's the thing I also think Brad Pitt is, but like, the, but oh, I don't. One would be like, you don't. No. He looks so greasy and but his maybe, hair's getting wispy. Maybe like, it's because it. like I have like actual love in my heart for him. Like, you know, when you love someone, you think they're beautiful always. Yeah. <laughs> like you love your child but like you don't realize like your baby's ugly you know oh, I'm totally yeah. kidding I'm I mean kidding. that's a thing for sure I I really I feel that way about um Matthew McConaughey but he's oh, just 100%. he's aging well yeah no by the way that's just like straight facts but that's just also just like a country man it's so true and like so country Texas, men have grit and yeah. that's why they look sexy longer and older that's so true Brad Pitt you're just giving greasy Hollywood old to me and I don't like it yeah I mean I guess like you know, if I took out, like, from a total unbiased third-party perspective, like, Brad Pitt, like, is looking worse for the wear. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I still think he's, like, extremely handsome. He is. Like, and so cute. But not Leo. No, I'm just, like, I'm getting over him. Yeah, Leo sometimes looks like he has jaundice. I just feel like it hasn't been the same between me and Leo ever since he saw me in a bathing suit. You know what I mean? I took a boat trip with Leo once. Where? In Mexico. I can't tell if you're being... I'm being dead serious. You obviously didn't read my book because it was in there. Damn it. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. And honestly, it just like, it changed things between us. Yeah. And then like we jumped off the boat mm -hmm. and they were like, let's swim to the beach. And like, you know, depth perception is off when you're on a boat. Like you think the coast is like the beach is right there. Yes. Um, but it, it wasn't. And so like we yes. were all kind of like dying. Um, but like me specifically, because like Leo and like everyone there was like really in shape. Um, Swimming's hard. No, it was horrible. It's the only exercise that works every muscle in your body. And one of the like staff members from the boat like got on a paddleboard and came and picked me up. <laughs> Don't tell anymore. I want to read the book. He came and picked me up and left me on the beach. Like, and I literally was parked there like a beached whale. And like once we got to the beach, I was like, great, can we go back? But they were like, you guys want to like hike around? I'm like, what? No. <laughs> so I just like, pretty much either. sat there while everyone like hiked. And that's really kind of where like my relationships like ended with him. That what's about like the worst part about me is I am such a follower sometimes that like I would have been like, y'all want to hike around. And I would have just been like, like I would have looked dumber. No, by the way, so would I for anything like except for hiking. Like if he had said like, let's do ashwagandha, I would have been like, <laughs> okay, I mean, I'll probably die. But like Leo said, so, so yeah, I'm a follower loser too. But like okay. my body is limited in some ways I would have just looked haggard walking up the hill and would have been like what are you doing yeah no we were like getting out of the ocean like sopping wet like I looked like a raisin like it was just not was I've not been there day. where I thought the the swim was closer than it was and it's just it never is it never is it never is and the thing about me is like I actually love to swim like I'm a I'm kind of like a I'm not a water sign but like I'm I'm a swimmer 
I like to frolic in the water a lot. I, I grew up on a lake, so I just like right. really enjoy being in the water. But I just like existing in the water. I'm, my sister was always the bitch that was like tanning. No, she'd be like, let's race to the buoy. And I was like, no, I just want to like jump off the boat and swim. Yeah, no, and I might have like, I might have been like a race to the buoy girl too. <sighs> um, but like when you go on vacation, like are you the girl who like doesn't like get her hair wet? No, 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 no. Um, everyone would assume that about me. And everyone is always shocked that I'm like the first one to jump in. The first one to like get underwater. I just, yeah. Can we go on vacation together? Yes. Okay. Cause like, I'm I like, was going to ask you if I could come to Turks and Caicos when you guys were <gasps> there. Oh my God. I, I wish was, you had asked. I was going to be like, if I got a flight, is there like room for me to sleep? Yes. Oh my God. I wish you had asked. I <laughs> could kill I you. I thought to myself, you just can't ask people that kind of why not <laughs> what literally why not but i just saw that you guys are just like jumping in the water that's just how i like to enjoy vacation and i actually almost all my friends um obviously if i go, if I go on like a revolve trip usually the girly pops aren't like popping in the right. water immediately but like for me personally i t i took a picture and then i got the fuck in the water yeah no i'm the thing about me like i'm gonna get in the water mm -hmm. i love to I swim wanna jump off stuff i want to <gasps> me too i really like i'm planning that. a trip okay like asap i'll come to portland do they have water there um I don't know. <laughs> and I don't want to wait start trip on Portland. 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 I can't talk today. Oh, like, I want to go to, like, the Caribbean with you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, next up is some Britney Spears controversy, because uh, apparently she was on Instagram every day, yesterday calling everybody fat. Britney Spears oh, responded to Backlash after seemingly body shaming Christina Aguilera and her backup dancers. Basically, she posted an Instagram, like, graphic that said, you know, I've always, you know, the best way to look skinny is by standing next to someone fat. <gasps> And then in the um, caption, she was like, yeah, like if I ever stood next to Christina Aguilera's backup dancers, I would have looked like it was so weird. And then she issued an apology. She said, <sighs> by no means was I being critical of Christina's beautiful body. It is what it is. I flew it to is see what it is. Yeah, no, it's like not an apology. I flew to see her show once. And the main thing I noticed was the difference of our people on stage. By no means did I even mention Christina. Look at my post. I was inspired by her show and she's a beautiful woman of power. Thank you at Xtina for inspiring me. She went on to clarify that she didn't mean to be critical of anybody. Rather, she saw her original post as a projection of the insecurities I deal with all the time as a result of how my parents and the media have treated me. Um, and I just want to say, like, this is something I noticed when Britney was free and then she was very active on social media. She posted um, some Jeffree Star cosmetics and people were commenting. So she deleted it and apologized for supporting Jeffree Star. Okay. And I just really need people to stop expecting Britney Spears to, like, be, like, completely caught up on all things woke and political correctness. Because, like, are you seeing what's going on? Like, she's free but she's not like a hundred percent well, well yet her mind is still in a cage and right who knows what she was allowed to access i mean i i didn't do as, as deep of a deep dive on the free britney stuff as some people did so you might know who knows what she was able to look at like we have been growing with the times evolving with right the times because we have a phone in front of our face with news right people saying what you shouldn't shouldn't say anymore we're we're growing and learning as a society right who knows if she was able to do that she was on fucking lithium like leave her alone like her brain is definitely not fully bounced back to like what it was I, before she was put on drugs and like the way that like we're now canceling britney like don't get me wrong what she said like that no, was not, not cool. great I, if anyone else said it i'd be saying something different but like can we stop having like normal expectations for britney because she's not, not this isn't a normal no. situation i just you said it before too you were like you can't expect someone that's just not well to right. act well that that in itself is us being highly critical of someone that like we can't it's not the same situation as us no it's so people are like this whole like call out culture like they've gotten a little ahead of themselves like britney spears is not fair game yet 
I agree. I agree. Let I mean, her when, live. When you were reading that, I was like appalled. But like you said, I'm like, but it's it's Britney Spears. Like she's she like gets the, a pass. She's not well. She's not well. And I'm sorry. She gets a pass. Yes. Yeah. Like I'm not you're not going to find me caring. Like normally when people are saying fat phobic things like, yeah, I'm out here being like a a spokesperson for my people this time i'm not coming for britney like she's been through enough like she doesn't need to get dragged on twitter now okay yeah, yeah. like let the woman live speaking of women who are just living jennifer lawrence is breaking down this season of real housewives of beverly hills including this. quote evil erica jane <laughs> yeah, i fucking love this so we all know jennifer lawrence is a famous housewives franchise super fan and the actor has proclaimed proclaimed her love for the bravo series several times and even appeared on watch happens live with andy cohen well she was at the toronto international film festival for her film causeaway she was chatting with variety about her take on the this most recent season of the real housewives of beverly hills and particularly the housewife erica jane as we all know jane has been the center of several controversies including um her husband tom Girardi allegedly embezzling millions of dollars from victims of horrific accidents yada 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 we all know so here's what j-law's take on the season is my biggest problem with this season is that it's just been boring and i think that erica is evil <laughs> i would go as far as to say she needs a publicist asap <laughs> um she also suggested that erica jane's fellow cast members had a duty to help the chicago star realize how badly she is coming across it was like comparing the situation to the famous episode of real Housewives of new york in which the cast allowed tipsy dorinda medley to film for hours with lipstick smeared across her face <laughs> That's actually a really good comparison. I didn't that remember is. that. Um, I do feel like the women of Beverly Hills are like doing their best to protect Erica, but she's just so fucking crazy and radioactive. Like there's only so much you can help someone. That is true. And I like was just thinking to myself, if if any celebrity, like massive superstar, like said something horrible oh about me, I would just be devastated. But like, let alone one that's just like so lovable and like, and, like real and real and hilarious. Like when she comes for you, like J-Law, like she like is so intelligent with her humor, much like Jackie O. 100%. And it's like, it, it almost cuts deeper because it's mean and funny. And you're like, fuck. And like, if she called me evil, I would just be Die. so upset. No. And the thing is with being a Bravo celebrity, the cool thing is that there are so many mainstream a-list celebrities Chrissy Teigen Rihanna so who cool are vocal about their love of the shows they'll even call people out sometimes yeah but they'll never call out negatively they'll always be like I love Tom Schwartz that's what Rihanna posted right and even if Rihanna was like hating Ariana Maddox she never says it because it's like what's the point it's like mean it's like she's like I'm too famous for that it's shit. an imbalance of power yes but this is like the first time that a celebrity, like a me mega A-lister, has like said something negative yeah. about a franchise and about a castmate. I just remembered because you just said that when Rihanna was like obsessed with that trumpet, whatever, that scene of Tom. Tom brushing his teeth, I it thought was, it was. He was brushing his teeth. He was doing something. It was like a mashup. And she was like, whoever the editors are of this show, like I literally want to kiss you on the mouth. This is the funniest shit ever. And I was like. That must have been so just... cool for Tom Schwartz. <laughs> so cool. And so like. There are a few moments like that, but there's never been a moment like this where you you're know, getting dragged. You know, Erica Jane, though, just like, I don't give a fuck. Who are you, J-Law? I was, you, you were in diapers whenever I was doing, Literally. she's going to like, like name something she was doing, like, I don't know, blowing someone famous while so when J-Law was still in diapers. That's I'm so like, true. Because she's like kind of off the deep end now. Like, she, I don't think she can be saved. No. Which is so sad. I did not, not expect Erica Jane to go from being like one of my favorite and just like, the, the I wouldn't franchise favorite. You did? Mm -hmm. Was yeah. she good? Yeah. She's like talented. She was beautiful. She was in vogue. Like she had so much going for her. And obviously a scandal can take you down. But I think she could have recovered if she handled it like even one iota better than she handled it. I would go as far as to say she needs a publicist ASAP. ASAP. She needs a publicist. Jennifer Lawrence was being so funny. Because she was, she so was looking for the right word. She's like, and I just think Erica's like 
And really the only word to describe how she's acting is like evil. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's been so heartless to her castmates, to the victims of her husband. Yes. Like, that's really the perfect word. And when she said it, I was like, yeah. Pop off queen, I agree. Pop off queen, I agree. I have two more stories for you, Shannon. Okay. I mean, might I just say you're absolutely killing it. Um, And the two remaining stories are brought to you by Figs. Everyone has something that they look forward to in the fall. And if you're in healthcare, there's something extra exciting on the horizon, and that's the brand new colors and styles from Figs. If you haven't heard, Figs makes the comfiest scrubs around. They're engineered with the innovative technical comfort technology to be ridiculously soft and incredibly durable, so you're always ready to take on the day in style. Obviously, I do not work in healthcare, but I appreciate a comfortable set of clothing, and I do own many pairs of Figs because they're extremely breathable, extremely soft, and come in stunning design. So they're 100% awesome scrubs that are focused on design, function, and comfort. They have a soft proprietary four-way stretch. The fabric is moisture-wicking, anti-wrinkle, and anti-odor. They have up to 20 pockets on some of their styles, and they easily customize yours with text and icon embroidery. And if you don't know where to start, check out their new fall colors for a look that's 100% awesome all season long. Their super popular core scrubs never go out of style, and they are an easy way to mix and match. Figs believes that the awesome humans in healthcare deserve awesome scrubs to match. Head to wearfigs.com, use code TOAST to get 15% off your first order. That's W-E-A-R-F-I-G-S.com, promo code TOAST. All right. Okay. Um, some like kind of crazy, emotional, amazing news. Okay. Ryan Leonard. I'm literally Girl. having a stroke today. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds undergoes a life-saving colonoscopy and it was all caught on video. Aren't all colonoscopies videoed? Such a good point. Um, Aren't they sticking a camera in your colon? And I'm super, super happy that it was like a positive test. But like, I just feel like this is one of those situations where like celebrities are getting too comfortable with like, Ryan Reynolds is like universally beloved, not by me, but by by most people. He's corny, but yeah. Um, Yeah, I find him like annoying and I feel like he's like a monster to be married to. Um, But like for the most part, everyone loves him. Like every time he like farts, (laughs) E! News is like, oh my God, you have to check out this fart. It's amazing. so now he's getting like a little too comfortable with that level of praise because I, I just don't really feel like we need to know about like your colonoscopy and like the video. It's like a lot. Some was things vi- can be private. A video that he shared of like the video of this colon or was it him laying down getting a colonoscopy? So he had a subtle polyp on his colon during his first colonoscopy, which he was broadcasting in order to destigmatize the procedure. That I understand. Cool. The Deadpool actor and his Wrexham soccer club co-chairman. Oh my God. Rob... Okay, I didn't read the story, so like now I feel like I was being mean. Okay, sorry. I'm taking everything back. Oh, no. So the Deadpool actor and his co-star, Rob McElhenney, decided to partner up with Lead From Behind, a colon cancer... Oh, my God. I feel like such a bitch. (laughs) In my defense, Jackie picks the stories, and right before we started, I realized like I was supposed to pick the stories today, so I picked them without reading, and that was not cool. Um, and I take back everything I said. Like, Wait, I do, now I'm dying I to know. do still find Ryan Reynolds annoying, but this is nice. He partnered up with Lead From Behind, a colon cancer awareness organization, okay. to encourage people, especially men, to get the procedure when the time comes. Okay. In a YouTube video uploaded to Reynolds' page on Tuesday, him and his co-star explained that they wanted to prove how the simple step can save lives. He said, I would never normally have any medical procedure put on a camera and then shared. Okay, I'm like <laughs> such a bitch. I'm so sorry. Listen, um, you don't This know, is you really don't know. nice. This is nice. Okay. And, no, and look at me, like... I'm out here continuing the stigma <laughs> that they are trying to destigmatize. I'm the problem. I'm sorry. I take it back. I didn't mean to offend. That's really nice. That is, yeah, it's it's good. I was curious though. I mean, if you just read the headline, this is the problem with clickbait. Sometimes yes. it's just confusing and, and not everyone's going to read the whole story. What Ryan Reynolds said was that it's not every day that you can raise awareness about something that will definitely save lives. That's something motivation for me to let you in on a camera that's being shoved up my ass. Um, so I'm, 
like a cunt and <laughs> I'm really sorry. Do you remember when the uh, not not a Housewives franchise with Desperate Housewives, the, the television show? Oh my God, you don't even have to make the discrepancy. Like I am a Desperate Housewives historian. So am I. Who do you identify with as? Um, well, it's uh, easy to say Brie with the red hair. That's what I was going to say, but I don't identify with her. Yeah. Um, You're very Gabby. I I really was going to say Gabby. I just like didn't want to seem like a twat. No, but no. Gabby evolves a lot in the, in the show. Yes. Like she gets severely humbled. Um, no, I, I would like to say that like I'm someone that has body dysmorphia. I think she's hotter than she is and is humbled often. And but Gabby, you are that hot. Like, that's a thing. But I, I just, like, I really, I relate to her. I think uh, Susan is so fucking stupid. I, <laughs> like, she okay. is so stupid. I could literally write a 30-page dissertation on how I think Susan is a dumb fucking bitch. <laughs> She's so dumb. Um, and that's the thing with certain shows. Um, Jackie and I talk about this a lot, is, like, you watch them and then maybe you rewatch them when you get older and I have recently rewatched Desperate Housewives. I did too. I, I watched it when it was coming on every of course, week me too. with my mom, me which too. she L- should not have let me watch No, that. by the way, it was so inappropriate, but like we literally all used to get in Olivia's bed and watch Same. on Sunday nights. Same. And then Brothers and Sisters was on afterwards. I didn't watch that, but watched, watched uh, Desperate Housewives and like decided to rewatch it a couple years ago as an adult. And I was like, Oh my, I, felt, I really fell in love with uh-huh. it. I'm obsessed with it. Call my mom. My mom watched it, rewatched it with me. I just loved it. But Brie, Van, Miss Vandekamp, I'm pretty sure I could. I don't think I'm getting this wrong. She had cancer. Yes, she had um, anal, anal cancer. cancer. Yes, and I like really respected. Marsha Cross is her name. Yeah, Marsha Cross. She came out and she said like, um, "What I'm not gonna like, I, I'm gonna be embarrassed that the cancer that I have decided to choose my anus." Like, yeah. No, like I forget the quote she used. It was way more dignified. It was very like Brie Bannock. Yeah. And it was like very like t- like I was like, "Damn, you're right." Like I could. God hope I don't, but like if I have ass cancer, I want just as much sympathy for ass cancer. No, she. W- I remember that too. Um, she was super brave and open about it. And yeah. you're a hundred percent right. And like now I'm just like feeling worse and worse about what I said at the no, beginning. No, it was clickbait. You don't need to know. Um, also, just back to Desperate Housewives. So I feel like when we watch a show, like Susan was kind of like the main character. Like yeah. even though they're all four of them were like she was really the star. To- totally. And she fucking sucked. And like I liked her when I was watching the show originally, and then I, when I rewatched it, I was like, oh my god, she's literally the fucking worst. That also, I had the same experience with Carrie Bradshaw. Like, she's the worst. Okay. Um, I, and I want to say justice for Lynette. I think I'm a Lynette. Lynette. Oh, my God. And she just, like, what a tortured soul. What, so many she bad had things. such a hard life. I know. Her, remember, like, at the end when, like, Tom, like, leaves her? Yes. That was I have tough. Chills. I've chills. <laughs> Literally. No, I, okay, I will never forget. I was on a flight. And, like, when I was rewatching Desperate Housewives, I was talking about it on the toast. And, like, a lot of the toasters then started to watch it along with me. It's so good. And when I got to the part where Tom, um, like, does, I don't know if he has an affair. Yeah, he has an, he affair, has an affair, and then he moves in with her. Yeah, um, and like leaves Lynette. Um, somebody started a thread in one of our Facebook groups, just like talking about Tom Scavo, and literally like. It was the funniest thing ever because he was like the hottest husband. Oh, yeah. He was because he was with the kids. Yeah. And like like, everyone loved him. But like as a husband, he was a moron. Remember like he opened that pizzeria. Like he was always making bad business decisions. He wouldn't let Lynette go back to work. Like he was the fucking worst. Misogynist. But then right after my renaissance with Desperate Housewives, I had like the craziest, sexiest dream about Carlos. Oh, okay. Well, I feel like they were always giving dreams about him. They were always like in the in the show making dreams about carlos yeah Yeah. and now like the dream just kind of like changed the way i saw carlos and like now i'm obsessed with him i always i always thought carlos was hot yeah because there's something about like a man that just like like goes to jail for like fucking someone up like i don't know like that's kind of hot 100 percent. and then um why can i i was the whole time i've been trying to think of her name what the fuck not not phoebe uh the the blonde that dies in the fire edie 
<laughs> that bitch. <laughs> shit was always crazy. Oh, and you know why we're always talking about, you're going to love this. Do you know why we're always talking about Desperate Housewives on the Toast? Why? Um, because there's an actor. Do you remember the guy who played Dave? He had like platinum white hair, piercing yeah. blue yeah, yeah, eyes. Yeah, yeah, So scary. He yeah. was like a random character and I yeah. think he was like a killer. Yeah, um, he also said he definitely he killed He married people. Edie. In real life? No, no, no. Oh, on yeah. The show. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. He is like an actor who um, refuses, he will not kiss another actress as a part of his job. He won't like do intimacy, intimacy scenes. He will not kiss an actor. And, like, is he Mormon? I don't know what his reasons are. I think it's just because he loves his wife. Um, which He's is like, Mormon. sweet, but like really fucking stupid. Um, and we're always talking about him. That's interesting. You know what though? He gives off the vibe that he would be like, no, like he has all these like rules and like lists and things. Like he freaks me the fuck out personally. Yeah. I don't like him. He, he I, yeah, I, I agree. I don't like him. The show is perfection. And did you ever watch? Um, so good. The guy who created it is named Mark Cherry, and he just started another show. How women? How, it's something about murder. Can you look it up? It was like Olivia's like women who kill, something like that. Hmm. Mark Cherry, like women kill. Why women Why kill? Women kill? The, it really is nothing like um, Desperate Housewives, but it's incredibly good. The oh, first okay. season is so good. The second season was like fine. The first season was really good. Okay. He's like obvious. He's just like a genius. He has like a magical touch. Yes. We need to bring back Desperate Housewives. God, I'll, I'll rewatch it. Like, it I is know. This so is making good. me want to rewatch it. It is For so good. Our fifth and final story, we have some parenting news from Kourtney Kardashian because she reveals the response to her son Mason asking for McDonald's french fries after going a year without them. Okay. So she's obviously doing a lot of press for Lemmy. She was doing the Wall Street Journal magazine interview. So she shared an example of a recent incident that took place when she was enjoying one-on-one -on -one time with Mason. Um, and she's been so mindful recently about clean eating. So he said, Mom, I need McDonald's french fries today. Please, it's been a year since I've had it. <laughs> she was like... Today's not the day. Sorry. Okay. Yikes. Okay, wait, that's the end of the story? Yeah, that's literally what she's sharing, like, setting boundaries. And, like, I totally believe in, like, you know, having your kids be clean eating and wanting them to eat healthy. I grew up in an extremely healthy household. And look at me now. So maybe I should have just been able to eat McDonald's french fries when I wanted to. Oh, my God. I grew up, eat, like, eating the craziest shit in South Carolina. Like, bad or good? Bad. See, oh like, my God, and look at us both. Like no. you would think, no, seriously, like you would think Shannon grew up in the healthy house and no, I No, no, no. I, I look back and like, I, 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 this is absolutely no shade towards my mother at all. But like, I look back and I'm like, I cannot believe that those were like, we were just like yoking cosmic brownies as like a breakfast. Yeah. Like, no, I was not like, I was having like full blown, like scrambled eggs. That's so nice. I'm sure my, my parents made great food all the time, but like I, yeah, I get where Courtney's coming from. I actually had a friend growing up in middle school and high school who her parents did not let them eat that kind of stuff. So in high school, she found that kind of stuff gross. And I remember thinking like, at first she was weird, but then being like, that's kind of nice because obviously that shit is addicting. Like, Yeah, it, but everything's good in moderation. Like your right. kid who you love is like, please can I have these French fries? And I haven't had like, them. No. He's not asking for meth. I mean, like, I, I really, that's what, that's the point I was going to make. I'm just like, I just don't see, I see if, if you grew up not giving it to him, so then they grew up like my friend and she just didn't want it. Sure. Sure. Good but like for he's you. begging. But he's like, can I have him? I he probably had goes him in to a year. school and his friends are like, oh my God, I had nuggets last night. They were so good. And he just wants to fit in. And I think, you know, a little toxicity and moderation isn't bad. 
I just think your kid's gonna go buck wild one when, day when he's and 18 just, and, and when he can drive or whatever and what so do you, true you want your kids start hiding fucking mcdonald's french fries underneath the bed don't worry they won't actually rot because no, there's so much preservatives that's so them. true <laughs> and by the way that's literally how kids like develop eating disorders oh, like it is because yeah. when they, when they get to be 18 and they're like allowed to like so hoard binge. and binge yeah. it's so true not that i'm saying that that's what's gonna happen and obviously i'm not a parent and ever a parent's decision is right but like my god the kid is like please can i just have a french fry <laughs> french fries like of all the things you can eat at mcdonald's like french fries are not the worst no 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 and they're just they're just so fucking good no like i know we're going to lunch after this and like we have I like want. fancy reservations but like should we just go to mcdonald's i would i would in our gorgeous outfits I should and vlog it and vlog it. oh you know what? should we make a vlog after this because yeah. i texted shannon yesterday like every time i see shannon like i want a new purse what purse are you wearing today you have fabulous style um thank you so much it's this little fendi girly pop like i said i love her like i said so we're gonna go shopping and buy matching purses Wait, and we should definitely vlog it she sent me that and i go i don't know if you're kidding because like you know your your sense of humor is pretty elevated and sometimes i like wow thank you i don't know if you're like being funny or not but it, that is something that i personally i'm an adult woman who does still enjoy a matching moment with one of my of girls course. i just really like it and so yeah and like and maybe we'll get like maybe different color or, or like if style. you find a bag that you love and i find a bag that i love like we'll buy separate bags but like from the same store like yeah same brand me same brand. and my best friend taylor oh the sling bag i had a different sling bag she had a sling bag like i just like i really like to do that <laughs> yeah so, so like, that's what we're kidding? that's really what we're gonna to. do today and i feel really good about the decision we'll and also we're gonna get fries Okay. Oh, I bought a disposable camera because I'm such a millennial. So oh, oh my God. You've been hanging out with the Snatchler too much. Oh my gosh. She does that too. Well, yeah. everyone does it. Well, literally like she, we, in Turks and Caicos, she was like, those pictures were so fucking cute though. They were so disgusting. Like <gasps> oh. literally she sent us, she finally got them developed and it was just like seven, like fucking ugly beasts. I was like, Margo, <laughs> you cannot post that. Like I thought film was supposed to be like really flattering. Forgiving. Yeah, it's not. Well, mine's black and white. Oh, that's cool. I think so, too. We'll see. Okay, we'll take some pics There's lunch. a place in New York that you can get them developed the same day. Yes. Did Margaret tell you about it? No, uh, oh. I texted one of my friends that's actually a photographer, and I was like, oh. I bought this, like, thing, and she was like, go You're here. So yeah. yeah. Um, before we dive into our final segment, which is Dear Toasters, Shannon is going to be helping me give you guys advice some today. You, If you ever want to write in, it's deartoasters at gmail.com. It is brought to you by Pear Eyewear. Your style is constantly evolving, especially if you're friends with Shannon Ford, and it's time that your glasses start keeping up. With Pear Eyewear, changing up your frames is easier than ever. Just snap on a new design to transform your look whenever the mood strikes. One pair, endless possibilities, but who says that glasses have to be boring? So whether your vibe is retro, classic, like if you wear glasses, like it's kind of annoying you have to wear the same glasses every day. But pair eyewear is amazing because you get the you get a pair of glasses, and then you get these magnetic like um, add-ons that just add a different color, add a different pattern. So if you're wearing like purple, like Shannon, you could wear purple glasses. If you wanted an all-white coastal grandmother look like me, like you could go for white. Um, they have a huge range of iconic basic shapes that start at just sixty dollars, including your prescription. So you then choose from the hundreds of matching magnetic tops that make it easy to switch up your look, and you could rock the same design all day long, change it up every hour. There's no wrong way to pair. Get glasses as ever-changing as you are with Pear. Go to PearEyewear.com slash toast for 15% off your first purchase. That's 15% off at P-A-I-R Eyewear.com slash toast. I have those and um, they actually oh. come with a really cool case too where your glasses go in the case and then they have this little like flap that holds the little snap-ons. And so oh, that like is cool. Really nice because you never lose them. Look at you. I know. I like Pear. Are you ready to help save some lives? Yes. Okay. First up, hey guys, love you. Well, this was going to Jackie, but I'm sure she would say love you and 
Okay, love the show. I love you, Jackie, too. Um, my husband and I dated all through college, and we got married right after graduation. We've been married for over a year, and it's been going great until recently. I haven't had any sex drive or attractiveness towards him. Everything he does just annoys the fucking shit out of me, and I just want to be left alone when I'm around him, which is horrible because he's a total pee-jom, and he does everything for me. Recently, when going out with friends, I've noticed men talking to me a lot, and I feel the urge to flirt and talk back because it actually gets me excited rather than when I'm with my husband. I'm just annoyed with him. It leads me to wonder if I got married too young and missed opportunities. I know this is 100% a me problem, but how do I fix it? Sincerely, a confused toaster who could never break someone's heart. Oh. Well, the thing is, I was going to say, like, you know, a lot of things can be going on in your life, like, or health-wise or stress that, like, make your libido go down. Yeah, birth control. But if you're going out and, like, vibing with others, I don't think that's the case. I agree. Yeah, that's what changed my mind on the advice, too. Um, I do think you owe it to this man to, like, try and make it work, whether that's, like, go to, like, do, like, a Kama Sutra class. Like, when you've been with someone for a long time, like, it's easy to get into a rut, and then, like, you start seeing them more as, like, a brother than a husband. Yeah. Um, So you have to, like, make a conscious effort to, like, keep it exciting. You could literally, there are so many avenues. You could literally go see a sex therapist. You could say, like, I love, if, if this guy really is such a peach, like, then you can say, like, I love you so much. I want to, like, make our lives a little bit more exciting. I thought maybe we could go see a sex therapist. No guy's going to hear the word sex and not want more of it. Right. So, like, it's like that scene in Sex in the City when Charlotte and Trey, like, can't really, you know, oh, yeah, sync yeah, yeah. up. And she goes to that Kama Sutra um, yeah. woman who shows you how to give the best fellatio of your life. Yeah. No, not fellatio. Is Felicio blowjob? No, yeah, Felicio, and then that's Cunnilingus. Yes, yes, yes. She, yeah, Too and then Miranda awkward. accidentally gets jizz in her hair. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, so you have to give it a shot before you can't just like, you know, throw your hands up because it's a marriage. Yeah, and listen, I'm just like, I just really so deeply and passionately, like I know divorce happens, but like I'm not married yet and I just really, really, really don't want to get divorced. Mm-hmm. I know anyone that gets divorced didn't Doesn't want to get divorced. Yeah. But I say it's a really big step. Getting divorced is like a big, big, big deal. So two things can exist. But your parents once. are still together, right? My parents are still together so it's like a very you know like naive take it's like as a child of divorce like yeah whatever people get divorced life goes on totally totally and I so but what I'm saying is like two things can exist at one time you could be really fucking annoyed at your husband but still love him so like that's so don't don't beat yourself up too much for like just going through something right now like maybe try to dissect and like look inward a little bit what's going on in your life what are you taking any new like medication yeah all that kind of stuff like plays a part don't just like give up so easy though I think by the way that's like really good advice like two things can be true at once like you're not that's the thing with marriage it's like not every minute every night is going to be whirlwind romance multiple orgasms like yeah life is hard and like that's what a marriage is it's more of a partnership than like a whirlwind like romance novels and movies don't prepare us for what marriage really is well and you just gotta like wake up and decide to like fight for it you know to try yeah to work for it so true so you you that's not to say that this might not be working out, but you have to give it like a really fair shot. Oh, and the last thing I'll say is it's not fair to him if you don't tell him this stuff because he has no idea. So So like he might be doing, he might like, he might go take a class, what's it called? Kama Sutra or Kama Sutra class. If he knew you were feeling this way, like it's almost a little unfair to him that you're not letting on that anything's wrong. And so he's not doing anything to fix it. He might want to fix it. Yeah. Like maybe he like is like reading books behind your back. Like maybe he's trying to help, like help him help you. Yeah. All right. Next up. Hello, Jack. Well, hello, Shannon and Claudia. Am I being insecure? No, sorry. She said, am I being an insecure wench? (laughs) I appreciate your candid advice and I need you to both weigh in. My boyfriend of three and a half years started to masturbate and watch porn literally every morning during work. We work from home. His office is upstairs and I've walked in on him at least eight plus times. At first I felt awkward and said something like, do you need any help? He just laughs it off and says no. When I first talked to him about it, he says it's due to his stressful job that it's a way for him to relieve stress throughout the day. Well, I'm a Google girly, so I took to the internet and sure enough, there's a ton of research about how masturbation is a good for stress relief. I brought it up again yesterday 
sorry, I brought it up again recently because I'm starting to feel insecure. We definitely have not been having sex very often as he seems very disinterested, yet he'll masturbate and watch porn. Is this something every boyfriend does? I'm just, if I'm just being insecure or am I feeling validated? No, sorry. If I'm just being insecure or am I valid in feeling compared to these women he's watching online? He does not have an Instagram. I know he isn't on like on OnlyFans, but I still feel hurt. Any thoughts and insight would be so appreciated. A possible insecure wench. No, you're doing nothing wrong. Like nothing wrong. I have such a take on this. If he's masturbating a lot, like that's fine because it is like a stress relief thing. But if that's taking away from your sex, then there's a problem. And it seems like he might have a, a porn addiction problem and here's what i th so i actually have such a, a, like you were just talking about this on your instagram. On my instagram story yes okay so since meeting james james i don't know like what brought this up when we were we just had like really deep conversations really early on and he was i used to be the girl so i i so feel for you at the end of that where you're like am i just being insecure like because i was the girl that wanted to be so cool like mm -hmm. like oh no i would tell people like i don't care if my boyfriend watches porn i'll watch with him like no i wouldn't he would be watching it behind my back uh, behind closed doors like i was never doing that with him that would be sexy we <laughs> We weren't doing that right and so right. he was like I, I just always was like no no no, it's fine i'm not insecure he can watch i don't care and like i did care obviously it's not weird to care that your boyfriend is enjoying watching other naked women have intercourse like that is obviously not a vibe uh, it's like a boundary if you feel that way if some you, but there are some girls who truly, truly don't, don't care and, and good is, for you that is also fine that's what i'm saying i really for a while there and if i found out my boyfriend watched porn i wouldn't like be like oh he's cheating on me There's yeah some, some people who take it that far and that's also their right to have that opinion but James has actually like plug in for a second. He has a whole podcast where he talks about um, how your dopamine receptors are so affected by porn. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing you went, took to Google and you saw that masturbating is a stress reliever. And maybe sometimes he's like, I don't have time to like have sex and deep right. what you need. So I shouldn't masturbate. But I would, I would say that he should close his eyes and, and use his imagination and masturbate because it is a healthy thing to do. I don't think he should be watching other women or like, I don't know, maybe you can be like fun and sexy and be like, it makes me a little a upset job. that well, no, like it makes me a little upset that you're watching other people have sex to get off. If you just need to masturbate really quick, like, can we record ours? Like, can, oh, I, can, yeah. you, can you record me giving you, That's good advice. can you record us and can you watch us? But the thing is, is that I don't think this guy, he's distorting I think his he's, reality. No, I think he's also like somewhat addicted to the, the porn more so than the masturbation porn yes. addiction is like totally a real thing i fell into like oh. a rabbit hole on tiktok yes on it. um a lot of people like accidentally you know stumble on porn when they're like 12 years old on the internet 100%. and spend like 10 years watching yes um and i feel like so that's accessible. what it kind of sounds like it's so accessible it's, it's so accessible and here's the thing too like y he really is watching so much porn that his perception of real life sex is probably why y'all aren't having yes. as much sex his perception of sex, and I'm like stealing all of this from James' podcast because literally it but that's like, such a good point. It just distorts his reality, and you're watching these like excuse my French, but these like perfect pussies. No, and, like, and all these things. And, and it's by just the way, not, but sex isn't like that because that's literally like perfect lighting, makeup, uh, everything. No one's actually coming. Like it's. Yeah. It's literally fraudulent. Yeah. So I just think like it's definitely something I think you should bring up. And to make you feel better, I dated someone um, when I first moved to Nashville for a year and a half that was absolutely addicted to porn. And he absolutely couldn't like get it up whenever we were having sex. Wow. And he would apologize to me and say like, I'm sorry, like I... I like masturbated earlier and watched porn and i was just so trying to be the cool girl that i was like mm -hmm. it's okay babe we'll just do it another time yeah looking back now i wish i would have just had like a really calm don't conversation be accusatory don't yeah. be mean don't be like you're addicted to porn i would just like have a conversation and maybe offer like can you record us having sex and like by the way that that's like such a good idea you're giving such good advice let's see if you can go three for three okay this one is probably more my wheelhouse though okay hi claudia and jackie oh sorry <laughs> hi claudia and Shannon. making this short and sweet 
But how do I tell my fiance's brother's girlfriend, a dear friend of mine, that she is butchering her he- her already beautiful, perfect face with Facetune? Mm. Every picture she posts, she edits the absolute shit out of her face, <laughs> hair, body, etc., and it's getting out of control. I mean, everyone uses a little Facetune, but she's going over the top. Okay. We just recently went on my bachelorette party, and she edited every picture of us, not me, just her. Okay. That- she edits herself to the point where if you saw her in a photo and in real life, you wouldn't think it was the same person. Do I say anything or just let her live? She's much younger than me, so I'd like to give her some advice, but I also don't want to offend her since I really do love our friendship. And she's not hurting anyone, so is it even worth saying anything? Just curious to hear your thoughts. Sincerely, a toaster that's Facetune subscription just expired. <laughs> All right, I'm very pro Facetune. Um, you will pr- pretty much like never see a photo of me on the internet that was taken on an iPhone that hasn't been... I love t- a tweak. Nipped, tucked, the whole thing. I love Listen. a tweak. Um, professional photos, like a Getty image, I don't do because like that's like embarrassing. <laughs> um, however... I have honed the skill over the years. Like you, you might not know which pictures, but there was a time like on my time hop, I will see a photo that was like, there's we've all been there. There's literally like a person behind me who's like got cut off because <laughs> it was in my way. So it's something you definitely learn over time. And I imagine if somebody had told me back then, like Claudia, you literally like, it's so obvious. I would have been grateful for yeah. the tip, yeah. but it's all about delivery. It's all about the delivery. And I, um, we had a friend in my friend group who was doing it a lot and we did end up telling her, this is your, here's the thing. Here's why it's embarrassing that your, um, fiance's brother's girlfriend, girlfriend is doing it. Um, it's embarrassing because everyone knows what it looks like. We are all evolved enough now that you can spot a face tune in right. two seconds. Back then when we were like botching Nobody them, knew. Maybe not everyone realized it. Like now it's so obvious that it's almost like criminal if you don't tell her and help her out. So but true. Deliveries, everything. Um, I sometimes take the approach of like making it a joke. Like hee hee ha ha. Like a oh, girl. <laughs> like make it like almost kind of like funny in a joke. Yeah. But like everyone knows behind every joke there's some seriousness behind it. Right. And she's younger than you. So she's like already like probably impressionable. Like you need to be really soft. Soft, but I just I do think you should say something. And you were already so nice in your delivery with the question. You were like, she's yeah. gorgeous. You like, seem like a nice girl. I think you should, could pull up a photo that you have of her that has not been edited and say, like, I was just looking at this photo. I was thinking how gorgeous you looked. Like, you're so pretty. I know sometimes, like, you, like, tweak your photos with an and be app. Like, and be like, that's fine. I do it, too. Like, sometimes, you know, pimples or... Yeah, and, and say, yeah, I do it, too, because, like, I think we all, like... Everyone of course, there's going to be someone listening. Yeah. I don't touch any of my shit. Well, like, I do. Yeah, so I do. No shame. I just make myself look like I looked when I walked out the door. By the end of the night, when you're taking photos, sometimes you don't look like when you walked out of the door, so... You know, I'm when I'm editing, like, I make myself look how I looked when I walked out the door five years ago 20 20 pounds ago (laughs) like just know like you've never seen a picture of me not edited but I I also do this podcast and I can't edit the podcast so if you really want to know what I look like yeah I'm like whatever it's right fucking here I don't care like that's how I live with a with peace in my heart so if that bothers you feel free to unfollow me but like I'm protecting my heart yeah and you're allowed to do that and I think she is allowed to do that too but if it's like if it's embarrassing no of course and you you want to protect her she she is gonna regret it in five years when she Uh looks back you know what that's also just a part of growing up sometimes people need to make their own mistakes and learn the hard way and and she will learn the hard way by having her uh boyfriend's fiance's brother's girlfriend i cannot keep up with it fiance brother's girl because my friend when we told her you could tell she was a little embarrassed but like she literally stopped and then and then from this point forward she would send us photos and be like and ask for help is this too much and we'd be like um no you tweak that one good or someone would be like your arms fucked in that one yeah like, yeah she, she would but just then it's ask. helpful you have like a sounding board i do that with my sisters i'm like yeah. this, is this too i say is this too tuned i send that all the time i say did i edit this too much and they're like no it's good yeah are my nice. eye whites too bright when you're looking at a photo for so long adding filters face tuning you become like you go blind to it you yeah exactly and sometimes it takes a fresh set of eyes yeah 
100%. So just, this is totally a fine thing to say. Come at it from like a really kind of maternal, nice way. You already sound like you are though. So yeah, you're gonna I'm not worried. You're going to crush it. Um, and that was Dear Toasters. If you guys want to write in for next Wednesday, it's deartoasters at gmail.com. Shannon's new podcast is available anywhere you can get your podcast. It's called Probably a Podcast. It is on Toast News Network. If you want to just go click the link in our bio or click the link in Shannon's bio. Um, new episodes are dropping every Tuesday. You can also watch them. You can. A lot of our TNN shows don't have videos, but you do. It's super premium. We have an episode together if you guys we do. never it saw it. Check it out. You also have great interviews with like Hannah Burner, all the girlies. Yeah, all the girlies. Um, it's really good. I'm probably biased, but it's podcast. fucking great. And you're probably Shannon Ford on Instagram. Probably Shannon Ford on Instagram, TikTok, all the. Thank you so much it. for doing this last minute. Yay! And I'm so excited for our lunch. Let's get in our bags. Yes. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Morning Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give us a video a thumbs up. We're also available as podcasts and podcasts we found. So it's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, Everybody Cast, possible places available as podcasts. Find us Morning Toast. If you find us, everybody, 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 Thank you. Love you. Bye. Love you. Peace.